0: You're listening to Thematics presented by UnleashStrengths.com, The only show that embraces your addiction to strengths Hey everybody, it's Andy from UnleashStrengths.com and welcome to episode three of Thematics. And I I always forget to do this, so I'm going to get it done right off the bat. Go ahead and like us on Facebook, Facebook Facebook.com forward slash Unleash Strengths, or hit us up on Twitter at UnleashCSF. Again, that's UnleashCSF. On August 5th, I had the opportunity to interview Melissa Garner, and Melissa was a great interview. She had some very, very cool insights, and uh, it was just interesting to hear how she's using strengths to better her life, both personally and professionally. So tune in, enjoy the show. If you have any suggestions for a podcast or or somebody that you would like me to interview, go ahead and shoot me an email, andy at unleashedstrengths.com. See ya. Hi, everybody. This is Andy Sokolovic from Unleashed Strengths with episode number three of Thematics. And today we're welcoming guest Melissa Garner. Melissa, how are you? Introduce yourself and tell us about your uh, top five.
1: I am doing pretty good today. My name is Melissa Garner, and I am – my top five are ideation, intellection, connectedness, input, and strategic.
0: Very nice, very nice. So uh, here in thematics, we always like to start out with this question because I think it really gets the ball rolling. But um, when was StrengthsFinder introduced to you and why? And maybe who? Maybe you can give us a little bit of the back tale story on how this, how this concept of strengths-based development entered your life.
1: So I got – the first opportunity and first exposure to strengths is when I was part of a team from my church that was headed to teach a kids camp in northeast Iraq with an NGO that's there. And the leader of that team said, in order to understand ourselves better, it's really a really good idea. This is a great starting point. Um, evidently, our churches used StrengthsFinder for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And so that was my first real exposure to it, so we did it as a whole team. My husband was part of that team at that point, and so I got his top five as well as my top five, and that's been super helpful over the years.
0: Wow, so tell us more about that experience. That's a a show on its own, but maybe you could give (laughs) us a a minute to two minutes of of how that went.
1: Yeah, so uh, probably the most notable thing is we landed on a Saturday, and our bags did not arrive until Tuesday, and so because we had some really great teamwork ahead of time, uh, we just sort of went out to the stores that were local there, picked up enough markers. Those markers lasted until Tuesday when our bag showed up. And so there was just a number of, of circumstances where we threw things together that we were not thinking that we would need to do. And it all worked out. The kids had a great time. And that's really what it was about ultimately.
0: Now this isn't a question on my thing, but looking at that event in your life, how do you feel your strengths were were present, or did they present themselves and and help you get through that uh, that trip?
1: So my third strength is connectedness, which basically is everything happens for a reason, and so that deep abiding sense that in my case, my God was taking care of us, that that was just part of what was true in my life. It wasn't that I was shocked by what happened. Um, I was able to just relax and enjoy the experience for what it was as opposed to freaking out and trying to take control of it.
0: Yeah. Wow. I can imagine that that's very beneficial. And, um, I was deployed to Balad in, in 2006. I was there for eight months. I was in the air force for about 11 years. My wife was also deployed to Iraq. So, um, You know, we weren't we weren't going there for the same reasons, but uh, I can kind of sympathize with you. And the the country is just a a little bit different. So good. Thank you for doing that. That's an amazing story.
1: So the Kurdish part of Iraq is much more stable than the rest of Iraq. So it was not nearly as big of an issue as it might have been.
0: Yeah. You know, I wish I had more of a ten thousand foot perspective of that country, and um, you know, more than I just experienced in the confines of the gates of the base Mm -hmm. perimeter, but uh, wow, that's cool. That's a great way to start out this interview. So um, let's talk about since that day, strengths were introduced to you and you and you took the assessment and you got your top five. Uh, what has your strengths journey looked like? You already told us a little bit about how you were using it there in Iraq, but let's talk a little bit about just general day-to-day type stuff. How do you feel like your strengths have made an impact and kind of changed the way you, you live?
1: When I got a new boss um, – probably a year after I'd first been introduced to strengths. When I got a new boss, I sat down with him and I said, okay, if you want to know who I am, here's my Myers-Briggs type, and here's my top five strengths. And between those two things, it paints a pretty complete picture of who I am and how I prefer to work. And he got pretty excited about that um, that concept of strengths and said, hey, so tell me more about that. And I talked to him about it lots. We ended up doing strengths as an office, probably half of our office did strengths, that just the basic assessment, and um, then he had each of the people that was a direct report to him do an analysis of their reports and say, okay, what is it I need to work on, and what are my, what can I most offer? And I, it was at that point I realized that all five of my strengths had to do with thinking, and none of them had to do with doing anything. So. I could say, if you want an idea, if you want a direction, if you want to know what's next, if you want to know what's the next best idea to, or the next best event to do, ask me. I'm all in for that. But if you want to make it happen, talk to somebody else. Um, and that has been really helpful. I can do all the action-related stuff. It just takes more energy and more effort for that to, for me to be able to do that. So that's been a huge part of that, so like I said, I convinced our whole office or most of our office that they should do strengths, and um, I recently followed that same manager to a state department, and so I'm working for him here, and we have we are scheming to get this office involved with strengths and see what it can do to change the attitude of how is it that you work with people who aren't like you and get the best results possible? And that's been probably the most important thing that Strengths has given me.
0: Yeah, you touched on a very uh, you touched on a few key points that I really want to bring up. And number one being that you approached your new leader, your new boss, and said you wanted a picture of me. Here it is, and I think that's what a lot of people are scared to do. They're they're scared to take that assessment and the results in their top five, and go. How did you feel when you were doing it? Were you were you a did you think he would be he would receive it like he did or do you think he would be like oh great another assessment let me see and take it out of your hand and just kind of you know throw it into a desk drawer somewhere
1: well as it turns out one of his strengths is input as well so he's mm-hmm. all for new information um and honestly what gave me the courage to do that was um interactions we had outside of that so I had a sense that he was approachable and trustworthy before I did that level of self-disclosure to him. Um, It wasn't something I'd planned on doing before he came. It's just sort of the natural thing of, okay, well, if you want to know who I am, I trust you enough to give you this information about me. Um, I've done, I don't know, 15, 17 years in work and recovery from codependency, so I'm pretty strong about who I am mm. and what I can bring to something because I've done lots and lots of work in that area. So I'm a less intimidated by that than many people are.
0: Yeah, but I think you're you're smart in what you said. Is you did your you did your due diligence. You understood the individual, and then you approached them. I think it would be you might get the complete opposite result if you just went and threw somebody your assessment and said, "This is me," and walked out the door. So, um, yes. but I like how you approached that. A lot of people are just scared to do stuff like that. But I think as far as your your the health of your employment, not even your employment, but also you know we talk about marriage too, and and when we talk about like faith-based strengths, and I think the health of that. This assessment from from this book right here is a great way to get a uh, to get a very very tight perspective of how a person is going to operate and allow you to to kind of blend long term and avoid any kind of you know uh, maybe disgruntled feelings towards each other because you understand how each other works and that's a huge part of this assessment so I'm glad you brought that up. So. You know, we talked a little bit about. I sent you a list of ten questions, and, and this is thematics is one of those things where it's not super structured. <laughs> I told right. you that, so sometimes I skip over some of these questions. Yep. But and one we just really touched on. But let's talk about that. Whenever you talk about strengths, you always hear that phrase. It was the aha moment. Let's talk a little bit about your aha moment or, you know, did you have one? And just kind of, you know, guide us through that and just explain to us maybe not only the aha moment, but was there one particular theme that that jumped out and caused that moment to happen?
1: So my biggest aha moment related to this is actually not about me. It's about me in relationship with my husband. So I mentioned that we had both taken the assessment at the same time, um, my my strengths are all forward thinking. If I look at the what should you do with this section of the report that you get, they all, three of my five said you should be in on the front side of conversations mm-hmm. because you're going to think about things that people don't think about. So I'm very much a forward thinking what are the possibilities kind of person. My husband's greatest strength, on the other hand, is context, which means what's happened in the past that can influence what we do right now. So It was the big aha moment of if I don't give him context for the idea that I'm about to throw at him, I won't get traction. There won't ever be any forward momentum because if it's not connected to something that's already happened, it's not going to matter to him or matter as much. And so that has been a huge lifesaver for me. Rather than launching straight into the enthusiasm that I would carry for a new idea, if I take a deep breath and tell a story about how I got there or tell a story about why I think it's important, things are much more likely to be okay in the end, or I might actually get the result that I'm looking for.
0: Right. You and I are are very, very similar um, in that manner because I tend to have ideas and I want to go, 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 go. And then when I do run into somebody who, for example, has high context, they're like, all right, Andy, before you leap off this ledge, let's talk about what's been done in the past and maybe you're trying to reinvent the wheel. Let's discuss how this played out and maybe we can find that underlying problem or or, um you know catalyst that changed everything and let me help you with this and i need that i need that governor i need that break because or i'll just i'll just go right off that cliff and then i'll be you know uh, fall into my doom looking up going i wish somebody would helped me <laughs> but that's that's huge i mean strengths strengths partnerships is an amazing thing my wife and i have a very very similar relationship as you and your husband i mean it's it's uh i want to go 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 and she's always there to act as a safety tether mm-hmm. to keep me from hurting myself so yeah that's a great aha moment have you ever approached somebody okay let me rephrase this when you do approach people and you think it would be a good idea for them to to take the strengths finder assessment um are you ever met with any kind of resistance and if so what's often said and how do you get around that
1: so part of the connectedness piece of me wants to make a connection to something that's important to them. And I find that if I start with what's important to them and then give them a tool to move them forward, that they're less resistant to it. Um, There's lots of curiosity questions. So what is this? How much does it cost? How does it, how long does it take? You know, those sort of mechanical questions, Mm -hmm. but um, I say, and let me lend you my book so you can read the first 34 pages so that you understand why this is important and let me tell you a little bit of my story of what it's done for me and I think that that whole picture gives them the information that they need to make a decision for themselves and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say you should do it, I'm just saying look, this is what it's done for me and I think I can do something similar for you because I've been in contact with lots of people who have similar stories and that it's been a common response. The aha moment happens for everybody at some point, where they realize really what this means and what it frees them up to do. And I just want—I I just want that joy for everyone. And I think that comes out in what I talk about too, is that I'm so excited for what's possible for you. Uh, Not—it's um, uh, not a punitive thing. It's not a. You figure yourself out so I can know who you are so I know how to work with you. It's, right. hey, I want this for you. I want you to do well with this.
0: So. And I think that's a huge misstep when we talk about uh, coaching. No, when we talk about integrating strengths-based development into maybe a more corporate or a business sense, is a lot of managers come to me and they say, well, Andy, I want to integrate StrengthFinder into my organization. I'm just going to buy 25 books, hand them out, and tell them all will take the assessment. And I'm like, whoa. That's where you're going wrong. You take the assessment. You have that aha moment. You learn your top five. You embrace the concept of strengths-based development, and then you go to those individuals and tell them your story. And what you said there is you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's sharing your story first and then telling people the possibilities that exist by realizing their own strengths and living a life in line with those strengths um so that was a that was a key insight for sure i mean that gave me a blog post idea if you're not a blogger <laughs> just go ahead and shoot me emails every once in a while and i'll and i'll do the typing for you and you can assign your name to it but it's uh you touched on something that's huge and it's often often missed is that this isn't an assessment you can just shove down somebody's throat mm-hmm. so i hope anybody watching this broadcast uh you know takes that and and runs with it because it's 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 key. That's giving me tingles. That's how important it is. Um, so what advice would you share with somebody who had just taken their assessment? So, so you had this conversation with somebody. You you told them your story. You lent them their book or your book, excuse me. Um, they bought an assessment code or they bought the book StrengthsFinder 2.0. They sat down and they took the assessment. Now they have their report in their hand and you're standing over their shoulder and they're looking a little confused. What are you going to tell them? What is a good first step for them to kind of – take advantage of this information to actually start taking action.
1: So I would then point it back to myself. I would say, hey, hey, can you turn to the section that says, what can people do who are working with someone with this strength? Can you look at that and tell me what the top thing that you would want me to know about you is? And it's looking through that level of detail with an analysis eye that they then start to go, you mean that there are other people like me? You are. You mean that there's – there's a commonality between what I'm experiencing and, the, and oh yeah, if you would do this for me, that would be so helpful. It gets them to pick out something practical related to their strength that they may take away immediately and say, "Man, if I could get my spouse to understand this and do this for me, things would be so much better."
0: Um, help them. And it's usually connect- something. It's usually something small too. Not to cut you right. off. And get excited. It's usually yes. something microscopic, and it's not – it's a life-altering request, but it changes everything, right?
1: Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, It just makes me think my husband said for our anniversary this year, is there something that we can do for each other for 30 days, That something small that would be great? And, um, yeah, that was a great question to ask, especially on an anniversary. Is there something small – is there some small change in my behavior that I can do for you –
0: that would help you. So yeah, that's um, good. My anniversary is tomorrow. I'm stealing that. I'm stealing it. It's mine. I just stole it. No, that's great though, because it just, Every, if you, every book you probably pick up on on you know partnerships or marriages or getting to know your spouse, it all just talks about communication, communication. Right. Um, you know I was an air traffic controller for a decade and all the communication tools and stuff I had, I mean this one so far has been the absolute best and it's, and it's what? Uh, just shy of a of hundred pages, 150 right. pages come on 150 pages and it's completely revolutionized the way my wife and I communicate. Um, and then you're sharing a similar story. So that's, that's awesome. Usually save this question for last. And I think, but we're going to get into it right now because I have one more that I want to ask you is I'm really enjoying this conversation because you're providing me with some solid insights that I never even thought of. Um, but looking at your top five, and I know this is a loaded question because you may say I don't really have one, but what would be your favorite and why?
1: I think my favorite is connectedness. At first, I didn't think it applied to me at all until somebody went rolled their eyes and said, okay, well, think about this time and this time and this time and this time and this time. Okay, well, maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, and really, for me, connectedness is the application piece. So I know all these disparate pieces of information that I've gathered from here and there and everywhere, and I love doing that. But connection is the thing that says, I hear what you're asking me, and I have the answer to that because I've, because of my ideas that I've had and because of the input that I've gotten and because of all this collection and curation of information that I've done over the course of my life, I suddenly have the one thing that's going to help you move forward. That's the part that I enjoy the most.
0: Yeah, and I will say that my, the theme that I envy the most is connectedness. I do. Everybody that I have met that has very strong connectedness, I've always sat back and watched them speak and listened to them. And they, when they speak, they're coming from, you know, they have this deep well of knowledge and experience that they're speaking in front of I'm always just kind of a little bit jealous of that. I do. I envy that theme. I think it's a, a very, very good one to have. Um, is when I left uh, Gallup and we were told as strength coaches we have to develop a love for all 34 themes – um, but I do have a special place in my heart for connectedness, even though I don't have it. I think it's awesome. So this is this is another deep thinking question. But looking back, um, looking back and say, if Shrank's never came into your life, what do you think would be different right now? It's a I deep think, one. I know. It's yeah, deep.
1: And I, I think that strength has given me language to talk about what's important to me in a way that doesn't assume that I am superior to someone else. Um, I can say I love ideas, I, and, and it doesn't mean I, you should too. Strengths has given me the language to say, you may not love an idea in your entire life. You may not want to come up with an original idea of your own ever, but it's something that I enjoy. I love it. It makes me happy to do that. And let's find out what makes you happy, um, what makes you light up. That I don't know that I ever would have come to that to say um, that your strengths drive the glow in your life but I really think that that's true. Um, it's also given me to, I have a 19 year old son and it's given me tools to work with him to say, let's go. You don't know what you want to do in life. Let's go take the strengths finder assessment and find out what your top five are. And it's going to back up everything I've said about you all of your life, but that's okay. <laughs> let's do it anyway. <laughs> and okay. So what of those things makes you light up? Okay. Let's look at the job market. What could you be doing? That's related to that. Um, it's just another tool to give people to know themselves better, and that's something that's super important to me.
0: Yeah, I would, I would venture to say the same thing about myself. For so long, it was, you know, I had high communication, high woo. Um, I loved being involved in a conversation. I loved uh, the the concept of meeting new people and joining boards and committees. And for so long, people would say just don't get involved in it unless it has something to do with you. Why, are you. why do you have this overwhelming need just to get involved in everything? And I didn't have a – it wasn't like I had a high command where I wanted to get involved because I wanted to take over. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get involved because I just really had an, a, a burning desire to be part of the conversation. And now it's my strengths when it was revealed to me that I had that and it was something that I was given and, and it's unique to me. It just made me kind of calm down and be cool with wanting to get involved in everything. And then as I explain that, as I actually vocalize that to other people, they're like, well, that's just Andy. He's, he's high communication and high woo and he's going to want to get involved and he's going to want his voice to be heard. So let's, let's give him a, let's give him an audience every once in a while, throw him a bone. So, uh, but, uh, that's, that's good. And we touched on a, I should have wrote this down. You said one thing that I really wanted to talk about and it completely slipped my mind, but it was when you were, well, you know I love how you said you you introduced it to your son in order to gauge where they want to be in life as they grow up and as they especially as they're that adolescent, you know 18, 19, they're just they're just barely an adult and they're kind of got the whole life ahead of them and they got to figure out what they want to do. I know if this assessment was given to me right around that crossroads uh, in my life, I think maybe things would have been a little bit different, but who knows, but it's an awesome tool to have because if I would have been aware of this information back then, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done, but I think it would have been really cool to have it. <laughs> um, so really closing up the show, I want to first thank you for taking the time just to share your strength story. This is what the show is all about. Uh, it's about somebody who just loves strengths, uses them to develop themselves personally and professionally, and wants to let other people know that there's a tool out there like this that exists that can do the same for them. So thank you for joining us. Do you have any comments any kind of more more melissa garner strengths insights you want to drop on everybody before we close out Uh
1: no no just that i'm always open to talking to anybody about anything
0: all the time. how could we how could somebody get a hold of you they just wanted to spark up a you know the strengths community is kind of tight-knit so if somebody just wanted to spark up a strengths conversation how do they get a hold of you
1: so, I'm part of the strengths group, both strengths group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, my Google Plus profile, you can find me under Melissa Garner on Google Plus. Actually, you can find me pretty much anywhere on the web as Mosey Lissa, and it's Mosey like I'm slow, M O S E Y, and L I S S A, the second half of Melissa. So, Mosey Lissa is where I am, uh, all the email services. Twitter, pretty much anything. Any search for that, and you will find me. I don't think I found anybody else who will use that. So,
0: yeah. That's and those, familiar. and those Facebook groups are a good resource. We even talked yes. about those in the two previous shows. But um, Facebook, uh, let's see. The first one is called to coach. Mm-hmm. Is it Gallup called to coach or just called to coach?
1: I think it's just called to coach.
0: Called to coach, and then there's another one there. It's just called uh, or Gallup Finder or something like that. Um, so if you just search StrengthsFinder, you'll find them, but it's great resources because it is full yes. of certified coaches, but it is full of people who just want to talk about strengths. And that's how I became a coach eventually, it was just listening to conversations and taking part in different posts and different conversations that were going on within the Facebook uh, stratosphere. Yeah. So, um, Well, Melissa, thank you for being on the show. It was a pleasure speaking with you, and I think you revealed uh, some really solid insights, and I'd love to maybe in a couple months have you back for a second round just so you can let us know how your strengths journey is going and maybe uh, help others figure out how they're going to decipher their top five and take full advantage of the information they were just given. So thanks again for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashStrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted.